Jeremy, you ready? Yeah. Scott, you ready? Ready. Ready one. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning. I have sitting across from me, Jeremy, the kitchen white law. Next to him is our showrunner, sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. And in guest in the studio, Scott Holtzman. What's up, Did boys? I say that right? <laughs> you said it right. I did? Hot did. sauce. Hot, hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. So we got a UFC fighter in the studio, guys. I'm pretty excited, a little scared, not going to lie. But we got some good foods to be coming up later in the segment. We got an exciting, awesome episode. But to kick things off, we got to do what we always do. We got to catch up. So, oh, we got to start we, off we, with a drink. We got a little drinky drink. Well, we oh, do. no, 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 no. Not that drink in front of you, Scott. No. We got another drink for Hold you. your horses, no. Scott. Ooh. I I'm wanted to get in the drinks. correct mindset for this talk with Scott. Scott's a UFC lightweight fighter. So, we're going to down some raw eggs. <laughs> we got egg shots. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, what I have for you guys today are some raw quail eggs, and we are going to top them with some fully loaded. Alex, there we go. You are you good? I'm good. Hey, I said I'd try anything once. Listen, All right. Listen, man. So, the, I want to know. The raccoon pecker in front of you will did give you, you strength. Okay. Did you ever do uh, raw eggs, like Rocky style, like for protein in the mornings? No, I think that was more of a movie thing. Well, I, I you, normally just cooked them. You made this one furry. Give that one to me. What's your do- well, quail eggs, you Thank can eat raw. They're supposed to be like mm. creamy, delicacy. Uh, so, yeah. All right, guys. So, we have some raw quail eggs here with fully loaded on top. Oh, wait, so. wait, 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 wait. Oh, you get you can edit this out. For the gram. Cheers with our little medicine cups that we have. Hey, no promises. If I hulk out and choke somebody out after this, then <laughs> Hold on. it's your fault. Let's go. Hold on. I got to get a boomerang. You're going to have to edit this out. No, no. This stays in the podcast. There yep, we go. All, All right. right. And <laughs> salami. Salami. Mm. Chew it. Not as enjoyable as I thought. I was going to chew it. I almost chewed it. And then I was like, no, no, no. Just go all the way. It was kind of like yeah. when you, when you like, like snort a big loogie in your mouth and you like, don't mm. know what to do with it. You spit it out or you swallow mm. it. Yep. Yep. That was it. Make mm. a decision there. <laughs> <laughs> a peppery. Peppery loogie. All right, now that we got That's that right. out of the but way. But we do have a... Savory. <laughs> savory <loogie. laughs> We do have a, a real drink for today. So, yes, Stacy uh, has went and got got us a bottle, a coveted bottle in the bourbon community. Brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. Russell's Reserve. Try to go out and look. And if you're a bourbon drinker, I know a lot of you guys listening are. Um, try to go out and look for this. Uh, you might have to go to the stores that... You have the inside that, that, on that sell liquor. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know, you gotta have an insider because these secondary are going for a lot of money. Yeah. So this is Russell Reserves' thirteen-year barrel-proof, non-chill filtered. What's the proof y'all. on that one? It is one hundred fourteen point eight. Huh. Lucky thirteen. Thirteen years aged. I've heard nothing but good things about Wait. this. This is our first crack. Hold on. Is this Russell's one fourteen we're drinking? Oh, it is. Oh. Our, our favorite That's bourbon, good, Scott, is uh, is Old Granddad 114, bottom shelf bourbon, but it's our kind of go-to. Ellis, I'm excited about this bottle, so if y'all could wash that 
egg snot out of your mouth with the Fiji. That'd be great. Um, uh, th- poor Scott. Like, we're like, okay, start off with some raw eggs. <laughs> and now we're going <laughs> to give you whiskey. Yeah. And uh, then a higher price bur- uh, proof <laughs> bourbon here. So. We got some tasty treats for Scott later on. <laughs> yeah, hey, so. listen, uh, in the chat, Scott said, I'll try anything once. So it opened up a whole field of things. So I so, feel like... I feel like the raw egg was left out on the show notes, but <laughs> I did say I would try anything once. You did. So, all right. So, all right, guys. Again, there we go. Right. Salami, salami, salami. There we go. Wow. Mm. Very, very, very good. Ooh, vanilla. Oh, lots of vanilla. To give the folks at home an idea, this bottle MSRP is for about fifty bucks, and right now it's going on secondary for about three fifty or so. It's very difficult to find, and oh, that's uh, excellent with good cause. It's a good bourbon. That's smooth for one fourteen. Yeah, but do you think it's overhyped? No, no, that's delicious. I mean, if pappies are going for five grand, like no, this for three fifty is not overhyped. I did not okay. pay that. For the record, I did not pay that. <laughs> we got a Britney. See, that, we have a Britney. But see, that's the thing. Bob's Liquor yeah. Store. And, and Scott, I don't know how into whiskeys and bourbons you are, but sometimes in this realm, like, uh, nostalgia can overhype something. You can, it makes it seem better than what it is. Mm-hmm. Like Fiji I, water? I think this in a blind, we do, that's why we do yeah. blind pours. I think mm-hmm. this in a blind pour would be, uh, we'd be only losing our minds over it. Yeah, yeah, it's no. sweet. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's so smooth. It's sweet. So good, it's got yeah. a little bit of dryness on the back end. Not too much, you know, but it's, uh, and it's got, it's, it's like, um, velvety, like smooth. Mm-hmm. Got the total, uh, bourbon nerd coming out right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for 350 a bottle, I'm thinking about saving this, taking it home. And we didn't pay that. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No, we, we didn't uh, pay that. We, we got it at the MS, MSRP price because we have a Brittany over there at Bob's. And uh, she uh, definitely lets us know when nice little treats come in. Mm-hmm. So For sure. All right. So what's everybody been up to? Uh, I'm going to direct it to you. Uh, what have you been up to, bro, here as of late? Man, uh, just fighting for my life. You know, as, <laughs> as you may, as the crowd may or may not know. Uh, I have a three-year-old son who's uh-huh. red hair, so I'm I'm mm. have the ultimate fight on my hands. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm tell, that's probably the, that's probably the hardest fight that you've ever battled. It's way harder than a UFC fight. I mean, this is like training camp, twenty-four hours a day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This kid has red hair too. So if you could just picture that <laughs> red hair, uh, my wife ran Division One track, and she's an ax- absolute spark pro- plug too. So uh, just mix that up, a UFC fighter. Runner, you poor man. Yeah, and a I'm redheaded just, three-year-old, a three-nager. I'm Listen, just taking grenades right now. I'm telling you, it. bro. Everybody talks about the terrible twos. It's three years old. I'm telling you, that three because they can kind of communicate with you, yeah. and they they're coming into their personality, and it's like the the rage personality. Yep. Both both of our kids, three years old, terrible. But yeah. it's like once they hit four, bro. Yeah. Almost a light switch goes off. Oh, they're like your buddy. Yeah. My oh, three-year-old man. was sick. My three-year-old was sick recently, and uh, he learned the phrase "no, no, no" while shaking his finger in your face whenever you went to give him medicine. <laughs> no, no, no. I wonder who does no, that. No, no. I wonder who does that. <laughs> Jeremy does that to me in the kitchen all the time. I no, know. No, no. Every no, time no, I bring real up garlic. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I bring up TRP topics all the time, and Jeremy shakes his finger at me and says, "No, no, 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 no." no. no I get it all the time. <laughs> I think it's from Coco Melon, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we, you know, we have two boys. They're five and eight. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, they're our best friends. Like, they are amazing. I, I totally enjoy them. It, but, like, at three, yeah. I was like, get out of here. Like, I Basi- basically, we're giving you a light at the end of the tunnel. Man. There is yeah. a light. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not seeing it. It's, 
there. They've been teasing this light to me for years now. Like, I'm still not seeing it. <laughs> well, if you have any more children, then you're going to be starting right back at square one. So, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. He did make me laugh before I came here this morning, though, because he hit me with a fat joke. It was a low-key fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Yeah, so, you know, I have to I have to always watch my weight. So, you know, I'm a little I'm a little chubby right now. No! Lie, you, a little chubby. What? This, yeah. is, this is chubby? That's I've barbecue bar- athlete, barbecue. bro. You're making me feel bad over here. Yeah. <laughs> Bar- barbecue athlete over here. I've That's been barbecuing. Right. So, um, and they are athletes, too. They are, barbecue yeah. athletes. Amen, amen. Um, so I come over. He's like, hey, Dad, come sit with me on the couch. Come sit with the couch. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll come sit. But he said, okay, but don't break the couch. <laughs> they do that. And they do that. I mean, it was clever. I didn't yeah. know that he that, just. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good, man. Well, cool. So anybody else, what, what all y'all been up to? Well, I guess, Stacey, I live with you, so it's been yeah. kind of the same thing. Yeah, everything's been good. Yeah. Yeah. We got stranded on the lake, you know, on Friday, but you know, everything that was uh so we have a we have a a pontoon boat and he got it all cleaned up and it's looking so good. I'm like, oh I can't wait to sit on it and like get out on the lake. We had a great time until we couldn't start it to come back home. (laughs) You could go somewhere with with that phrase. I got it all cleaned up. Yeah, I got it all looking nice. I want to sit on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so like uh I just replaced the starter and the motor because it apparently went out. But Maybe not, uh, because we got we went out there. We're having a good time. Kids are playing, everything, all that jazz, and uh, we get ready to go home. And click, 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 battery is dead. So I had to holler at my uh, brother-in-law to come out there and well, and, luckily and save us. Yeah, his parents live on the lake and they and have dude, a boat, so they were his brother. Our brother-in-law was able to just hop con- on the boat. And continuing with the kid conversation, my oldest, he's eight oh. years old, and he's so analytical, and he's sitting there. He's going he went into, into survival mode. Yeah, it's like all right, dad. How much water we got? Uh, <laughs> he said, "Mom, how much food did you pack?" Dad, what's your percentage on your on your phone? I need to know where we're at here. Literally, if, I was asking all these. If questions. Uncle yeah. Justin doesn't make it, where are we going? Where do we swim like, to? What would we There's do? There's boats all around us, man. Like you know, what Father, I mean? what is the tertiary plan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm he was. He was like, "How much battery do you each have on your phone?" He was like, "How much food do we have?" And I mean, and I said, "Joel, I'm so proud of this kid." Well, I know. I'm like, I go well, and I told him too. I go well. You need to get your ass out in the woods with me. It's like, well, what would you do if we're out, if you were stranded somewhere? You wouldn't know how to hunt anything because he uh, we went this whole thing earlier in the year where I was trying to teach him how to shoot, and dad fail. I went from a BB gun to a twenty gauge shotgun, and uh, so he I, I, he got a little scared of, of the gun and didn't want to shoot anymore because I was going to take him turkey hunting this year, and uh, so anyways, working through. I'm still learning as a dad, but um, I, that was my segue into. Hunting is still good. You still come hang out with dad because he wants to go, but he doesn't want to shoot the gun. You know what I mean? I think that kickback kind of scared him at first. So you get him a little twenty-two or something. That well, that's what I, that's what I need. You, you know, yeah. a, a, a reasonable person would have thought, let's progress yeah. into this. Mm-hmm. Let's just not throw. You know, give him a shotgun, a twenty-gauge no, shotgun. Not Joel Licklider. Uh-uh. I'm like, oh man, balls deep. Let's go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. So Scott, before we uh, take a break and get into the next segment, uh, let's. I want to talk about you a little bit. You know, well, let's tell everybody who you are. First of all, you know, we introduced you as a UFC fighter, but like, let's hear a little bit more about you. So are you originally, are you from Knoxville? Yeah, I'm from uh, Fountain City in Skip Knoxville. That's right. Yep. That's right. A little bit of Southern twang still on that side of town. That's We're, right. It's the other side of the tracks. As, um, as you were telling us on the break, yeah, I'm, from, I'm definitely from the other side of the tracks. <laughs> other yeah. side of the interstate. Yep. Other side. You don't want to go over there too often. But, so, so bro, you know, you, you know you are legit MMA UFC fighter. How'd you, how? Uh, 
you know, I started, I started realizing at a certain point, Hey, you're a little crazy. Like there's something off in there. Like, uh, how do we parlay this? Uh-huh. What do we do? It's almost like, Hey, you know, I like to cook a little bit. I'm pretty good at Instagram. How do I, how do I parlay this into a job? So <laughs> mm-hmm. I started realizing, Hey, you're crazy, man. And you know, I was, I think at that point I was 60, 60, and one on the UT bar circuit. So I had a good record, started to build up some street cred. So, so um, hang on, what, what's, what's the bar circuit? No, I'm totally talking out of my ass He's right now. Oh, I'm like, man, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> bar fights. Bro, I am eating fight. it up right now. He was like, dang. Joel's Joel like, how do I get in on this? Where, where's this bar circuit? Do I sign up? Oh, like, man. no, no, you just drink and that's your <laughs> yeah. sign up fee. And then, yeah, yeah. go for okay. it. Hey, <laughs> at least you caught on. Chances are, if you were around during the half barrel uh, error on the <laughs> yeah, UT bar circuit, you've seen me in action. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the back room a couple times. What I used to do, I'd get in a fight in the back room or in the front room and then i'd run out the back door and come back in the front door hey what's up man yeah. Yeah. hey hey, hey what's going here, on is, is there a I, pipe back there yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, blood crazy your face. <laughs> <laughs> i'd turn my hat around forward or something that's pretty slick no but uh, but i mean like what made you decide I, out i mean i get that you you know had something you know you're something yeah. inside you saying I need to channel this. Yeah. But like what, what made you decide this? Were you already just practicing fighting? Was it a more of a, I want to be in the UFC? What, what was it? No, you know, I never, I never really said, Oh, I want to, I want to fight people for a living and make a lot of money. You know, I, I didn't, re- but, um, after college, I'd always played sport. I've always been an athlete. Yeah. So I played, uh, I played a little bit of college baseball, played pro hockey briefly, um, so when that was done, I was working an office job. I was sitting in a cubicle. Um, I was doing this recruiting job for electrical engineers. You basically, huh. yeah, you would basically all day. I would call these guys in Silicon Valley, these foreign engineers, PhD grads. They were, they were building the chips that are in iPhones, basically everything. So, uh, drove me crazy. Right. So about a year in, I had a guy who was training a Brazilian jitsu over here. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, you know, this drive me crazy. Uh, I need another outlet. I'm going to go over here to this gym with you. So I uh, started training. was pretty good at it. I've always been athletic. Uh, a year later, I took a fight, um, won the fight in 40 seconds, didn't get hit or anything. Well, this so, is easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. Great. I'm like, damn, this is way easier than it looks on TV. <laughs> so, so I'm like, all right, well, I'll do another one. Yeah. You know? uh, do another one. It was a little harder, but I ended up winning by knockout. Um, so then I thought, I'm like, damn, this was pretty easy, you know, and the crowd was, was cheering really loud and there was a big energy. It was like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, who's, yeah. A pe- who's a peacock now? Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've never done any sort of drugs, you know, or anything, but I feel like this is it's the ultimate. High. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, the most high you could get. Um, so then I was like, all right, well, you know what? I'll just go till I lose. You know, I'll just keep fighting till I lose. I'll keep training. You know, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, so then all of a sudden, fast forward, I don't even four or five years later, I'm in the UFC. I'm I'm undefeated. I, I by that time I'd had uh I don't know, twelve, fifteen fights yeah. total. Uh all of a sudden I'm in the UFC and I'm like, holy shit, these dudes <laughs> I'm looking at these guys, I'm looking at my division and I'm like, these are the best in the world. There's eighty guys in my division from all over the world. 
Wow. And these guys, you know, I'll look at their Instagram and they have pictures when they're six years old doing kickboxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I got to fight that dude, guy. I'm like, what the? F-? Uh, these guys are division one wrestling, you know, wow. champs. And I'm like, dude, I'm just from Fountain City in Skip. Like I went to Central. Yeah. Played some baseball. Like uh-huh. I'm just here. I'm, you know, I drink, like to drink beers every, you know. You're just a down home dude. How do you <laughs> yeah. get into UFC? Like how does that even happen? Well, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's a newer sport, so not a lot of people know about it, but um, you just, (laughs) you win, and I used to have these, I had the craziest friends. I had a bunch of, you know, all my friends were drunks, it seems like anyway, from from an outsider looking in, so these fights, I would have these crowds, and the guys were just crazy, the guys and girls. I had these guys that would wear, uh, you know, the skin-tight suits? Oh, yeah. The the red Mm -hmm. suits, they had these suits airbrushed. There were five or six of these guys, and and I mean they weren't flattering looking in these suits. You Damn know, straight are, they were. These are beer drinking. Let's go. These are beer drinking country oh, boys. Oh yeah. yeah, We need some TRP suits like that. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Some like luchador masks to wear yeah. with them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, yeah. T- my tiny junk just like all crammed in there. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I mean, hey, these guys weren't shy, man. And I would wherever I would go, I'd bring these big crowds, and everybody was drunk and rowdy and crazy. So. Uh, you start to get your name out there like yeah. that. And then I started moving up. I started beating better and better guys around the country. And I ended up in, uh, it's kind of like baseball. I ended up in like a double A league, uh, triple A, uh, and just started beating those guys and moving up. And then the UFC called and, and offered me a contract and, that's and badass. That's like that's like getting dra- up? That's like getting drafted. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what like, I mean? How, yeah. how do you line these fights up? Like, do you have like an agent or somebody that like? Yeah, I have an agent. He lives in Las Vegas. He gets paid too much. Um, Shout out. But yeah, we won't we won't say that. I'll take half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it for half. Yeah. But but I, to his credit, he's Jewish. So if you're gonna have an agent, you Damn want straight. a Jewish. Guy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so the agent talks to the matchmaker right now. There's, there's two matchmakers in the UFC. So they divide up the weight classes and they kind of put the fights together. So they'll call my manager and say, Hey, we want Scott to fight on this date or, or against this guy. And, um, yeah. you'll either say yes, or you'll say yes, pretty mm. much. So, <laughs> yeah. it goes. so where did hot sauce come from? Uh, so that office job I was talking about, um, I was sitting in that cubicle every day and there was a guy who I worked with set you know, a couple cubicles over. And uh, every day I would put hot sauce on my, you know, lunch, mm-hmm. whatever snacks. Yeah. And I, I was kind of like that guy that had it just in the holster, the little, the weird guy with <laughs> the hot belt. sauce in the holster. The ready, to holster. Yeah. ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I got it down at the market square farmer's market. Had a little Ooh, yeah. zip thing on the farmer's market. <laughs> Fanny pack of hot sauces. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he started calling me that around the office. And, and when you first start fighting, Everybody thinks you need this super secret awesome nickname. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Machine yeah. gun. Pit, pit bull, bro. You, that, yeah. that, that's it. You're killer. Killer. Yeah. That's you're it. A killer. Scott the Ripper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The candy man. <laughs> so I'm good, like. It's a good movie, by the way. Yeah. So I'm like, no, no, I don't think that's. I'm not pit bull. No, I'm not killer. I'm not the axe murderer. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm Scott Holtzman. That's. I'll go with that. Yeah. And, uh, so this guy ended up coming to the gym. I talked him into coming to the gym to train with me. So he starts calling me hot sauce around the gym. What's and up, by, hot sauce? It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> At that time, I had a few unofficial nicknames. Um, one was Pillow Hands Holtzman. <laughs> <laughs> one was the Hazardous Hillbilly. That was another one. That's, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. I, I kind of like that one. <laughs> it had a good ring to it. We kind of made that one up. Uh, 
on a little round table discussion like this, a couple of my college friends around some beers and we came up with hazardous hillbilly. And that was a, cl- that was a close second. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that had a, you know, for branding purposes and stuff, it, it had a good ring to it. I but, like it. I, th- I like hot sauce though. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. So this guy started calling me hot sauce at the gym and, and it just kind of stuck. Other guys mm-hmm. started calling me that. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take that. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um, it's not too serious. It rings know? with Holtzman. Yeah. 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 So it's been good for branding. I've, you know, I've done a, a commercial for Cholula. I've done a bunch of other stuff. It's been, that's it's been great. Cool. Yeah. Well, cool, so, man. Well, let's continue this on the other side right now. Let's take a break. And on the other side, we're going to get into much more about food, Scott, other things, fighting, all that jazz. So stick around. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Haltzman Family Meats. At HaltzmanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best prime Angus fillets, dry-aged ribeyes, hand-pressed burgers stuffed with cheddar cheese, and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages of their skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21 and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. HaltemanFamilyMeats.com All right, so we are back from the break. Stacy is walking in right now. She has... Porn on the podcast. Actually, you guys need to leave. We do? You need to leave. Okay. The room. Uh, yeah. All right. Leave the room for a few minutes. Everybody. I'll call you back and go outside because yeah. you don't want to hear me. Okay, guys. So I have conducted a very, very special porn on the podcast here today for Scott Hot Sauce Holtzy. So, of course, our porn on the podcast is going to be hot sauce. I've picked out five particular hot sauces for us to try today, and we are going to see who reigns the ultimate fighter in the hot sauces. So, number A, Hoff Sauce. Chattanooga favorite. The original Hoff Sauce. Number B, Truff Sauce. We've all seen it around. Advertise like crazy. Marketing's out of this world. Everybody's using Truff Sauce. Let's see if it can stand up. Number C, Cholula. We heard it from the man himself. Scott said he did a commercial for them. Can they take down the big dogs? And number E, Hank sauce, one of our personal favorites in the Licklider household. We love Hank sauce. This is their camouflage blend. We're going to put all of them to the test. We'll see which one wins. Let's go. Yeehaw! Okay. Ooh, you guys, smells you like guys, hot sauce in here. I brought you guys back in. You have a piece of paper in front of you and a pen. So I would like for you to make sure you take notes. What I've got for you is five hot sauces that I have put together. I want to see which one rains number one in our eyes. Okay. So, everybody, we're going to make this quick. Do you want me to pass them out real quick? I got it. We're going to make this quick. Number A. T-Rex arms. Okay, yeah, I get the the motion now. Yeah, we all have arms, Joel, so we can pass them around. There we go. (laughs) I've got uh, Tostitos scoops and some cheap Walmart (laughs) oyster crackers to cleanse your palate with. All right, so how are we doing this? We're (laughs) going to touch our tongues to it, taste it, take a shot, put it on a cracker. It's all up to you. Number A, this is a hot sauce here. I'm getting vinegar notes. I'm tasting this. 
baking spices. We don't have to talk the notes. Mm, mm. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot to mention that I do have some <laughs> Target brand Tums in front of us. Would anybody like some Target brand Tums? That, that was shut the F up. And Stacy. <laughs> Target brand Tums. I'm tasting a little bit of dried thyme in this one. Um, guys. It's very smoky. A pickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't All right, do cleanse this. your palate with your Fiji water. It tastes or your spicy. beer. I think I know. Scott's got Natty Daddy. Woo! I think I know what that is. I think it's hot sauce. All right, number B. Oh, I need a, I need to get a beer or something. The bubbles. Ooh, this really one's light. a little bit redder. <laughs> Scott's over here just down in these shots. He is. <laughs> Seriously, <awesome>. bro. <laughs> this one is much thicker. Wow. Man, this is thicky boy. I'm, Come on. Hmm. Come on. You might have to go in there with the tongue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can Sorry, go in there Jeremy. with the tongue. To... We're going to be burnt out by the, radio, by the end so. of this. Ha. Make sure, I want to know which one is your reigning favorite. Oh, this one's way oh, smoker than the, the first one. All right. See, the folks at home know what we're tasting here. This is the hottest porn I've ever been a part of. Oh, yeah, it's hot, baby. Get it? It's a hot porn. Here you go. Okay. No. Number C. <laughs> cleanse the palates. I'm not even writing notes. I'm just going to say. I don't know that I like B. B, B is gross to me. Yeah. That one's an acquired taste. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know what it is, and it it's, takes a little bit. It's got to grow on. It's so weird how these taste differently when you're taking them. It's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> All right, number C. Number C. B tastes yes. a bit more of a sophisticated C palette. smells like Cholula. It's not spicy, so it could be Cholula. It's not spicy. Like, that tastes like Cholula to me. It's not very spicy. Do you Scott, like it? You are a beast. How it's are you fine. doing this? Scott's taking it. Well, it's because you have beer. That's what it is. <laughs> I got he's Fiji water. Them. It sucks. It's a hot sauce wholesome. This is another day in the office for me. And I have, <laughs> I do have, shout out Natty Daddy. That's right. Hey, oh. All right. Number D. What we have for you today. Number D hot sauce. Oh, this one smells good. Oh, it smells very good. Smoky. Ooh, almost a little sweet. Yeah, there's some texture to it. Yeah. I like, wow, that's good. Mm. Number next yeah. one, whatever we're on, looks like Frank's Red Hot. All right, and number <clears throat> E, final. Hot sauce showdown. D's tough for me. Ooh, this one's right. nice, guys. This is a nice one right Scott, here. Scott, is the D tough for you? It is tough. Is it tough for you to take that D? <laughs> <laughs> But he's always tough. I'm a pro. <laughs> oh, that one's good too. Number D or number E, whatever. Right. If you have to go back and forth, I encourage comparisons. There's little bits in all of these hot sauces. It's not like uh, I can see the ingredients rolling around there. Do you? Are they good? Were they good? Yeah. Are they good hot sauces? So yeah. Yeah. Mm, yes, they are. They are, definitely. I love hot sauces. I put them on just about everything. So, um, taste them. See which one's your favorite. Jeremy, what was your first place and second place? Four and then five. So, D and then E. Scott. First place, uh, B. Ooh, oh, that was what? my worst. Yeah, B. That's the highest quality hot sauce in the bunch. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, Man. Okay. What's the here? I just got to get yeah, ready. I'd say, I'd say A was number two. Okay. Like the Chipotle smoky flavor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Angel. I'm 
going D first and A second. Stay safe. Okay. All yours. My favorites. I don't know. D and E <laughs> were my favorites. I can't pick one. Um, I also enjoyed A. Um, it was good. But my favorite of all is probably the E. I'm getting a bear. Gotcha. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. All right. So. <laughs> We're just recording a podcast here, you know. <laughs> Come and go as you please. Let's just go ahead and say that number A was Hoff Sauce. Chattanooga oh, okay. favorite. Yeah. Hoff oh, Sauce. Okay. So that was Scott's second favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, B was Truff Sauce with the truffle. He knew it was sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Called it. I called it. Truff Sorry. Sauce yeah. before and I. You didn't like it the first Disliked time. Disliked it the first time and disliked it blind. <laughs> Which was so. really, I was really curious about that because I knew yeah. you didn't like did it. You, did you know it was truffle sauce? Yeah. That, I, I wrote it right here. I see it. It's truffle. too. Because it tasted like shitty truffles? <laughs> he knew what it was. <laughs> Hang on. Can I, can I see? Wait, 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 wait. And Let C. Him, can he call him out? What, what, what did you guys think C was? Was that the Cholula one? I picked Cholula. Yeah, it didn't taste spicy. It, it wasn't the Cholula man himself knew it was Cholula. No. All right, well, hang on. Keep going. This is C very interesting. D and E were tougher. I thought they both tasted like lower quality hot sauce, like oh, something weren't. you could get. They weren't? No. Well, E, I picked a Tennessee local hot sauce. I didn't know the name of it. Was that it? No. no? Mm. Okay. Nope. I yeah. picked Crystal and a Tennessee local one. But So um, so C was Cholula. Uh, D, which nobody picked C as their favorite or second place. No, nobody did. Yeah. But it is good on certain applications. Yeah. It's well, good it's, on Mexican It's food. basic. So it's yeah. an everyday. Yeah. It's good um, everyday sauce. Now, D, which was Jeremy's favorite and Joel's favorite, and my second place was um, It Sauce. Oh, yeah, that oh. new one. Oh, it yeah. Sauce is a new company. That's um, a sweeter one, yeah. And yeah. they use Criolla peppers. I think they're the only hot sauce that uses those, so it's got like a sweet mango flavor to it. Yeah. Uh, very, very delicious. It's that probably one of my – I probably use that sauce more than any other hot sauce. Yeah, it's a it, – it's a it, – so, is it? I think that's more of an acquired thing too, because if you like real vinegary sauces, it sauce is not where it's at. And then E was Hank's sauce, the camouflage blend, which we got, and it Hanks. is delicious. One of our favorites as well. So I thought that was Frank's, so I think I should get half a point because that's nope. pretty close. Hank's, yeah. Hank's, Hank's, not Frank's. No, nope. Hank's, Frank's, whatever. Nope. All right, so that's it. So I would say the most successful choice was it sauce. I guess it was picked most. Yeah. Yep. Well, so and Hoff sauce second. And you said your favorite was the truff sauce. Yep. Yep. But it's an acquired taste. Look it is. Look it's at a, your bougie, little, your bougie a, ass. He knew what it, it was. It requires a little more sophisticated hot sauce palate, so I wouldn't expect you guys to pick uh. it up. <laughs> a I year only, from we're now. We're not there yet. A year I, from now, we'll redo the podcast and we'll see. <laughs> there you I go. I only had um, uh, bacon-wrapped salmon last night with a truffle um, rub on it, you know, so like, yeah, I'm just not He doesn't know anything the, about that. The truffle no. stuff. All right, yeah, guys, we, we, have, we have to do the uh, chandelier. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'd rather not. All right. Oh, let's talk fighting. Okay, why don't you crunch, crunch in there some more? That's what let's, I do. Let's food, food and fighting. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh, my goodness. It's my favorite. So, first off, I'll answer the number one question. I, you know, I know you haven't looked at your paper yet, and I don't know what's on there, but the most prominent question I get is, does it hurt when you get hit in the face? And I will answer that. Yes, it does hurt. So, it does. It like, does hurt. Multiple times. We it's, thought you enjoyed it, and that's what you had. Surprisingly, <laughs> it does hurt when you get hit in the face, so... So um, that is. One we'll of get questions. that out of the way. Early. That's one of the questions I have. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> it's like you've been interviewed before. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. But that's the uh, thing. Like you're watching it, and you're just seeing punch after punch. People taking mm. hits to the face, hits to the ear, hits to the jaw. You know, and and it just looks like it's 
you, I mean, you guys play it off well. Like, it doesn't hurt mm. at all, and you're, like, getting hit. But, like, we don't realize at home, like, y'all are in pain at that point. Yeah, you. I think it's like any sort of sport, maybe uh, NASCAR or, or whatever. When you're there live, it's a lot different, especially sometimes I'll corner guys in the UFC, and, and I'll be sitting there cage side. We're all sit, you know, uh, far down near the octagon, and these guys will get hit, and it'll just sound so violent, and it's just so real when you're next to it, and you're like, yeah. Ugh. So you Ugh. hear, like, yeah. the you hear, You can skin. hear the shots, and, and you can almost feel it when you're sitting so close, and you're like, man, I do this? This is yeah. this is bananas like, do you get scared can it, uh it does scare you yeah when yeah you, when you're when you're sitting right there on it it does scare you but when you're in the octagon you you don't really have any choice you can be scared all the way until the bell rings and then you don't have any choice you, you're in it you're i was gonna ask mm. you that because you know when you when you get hit in the face randomly yeah it hurts you know or you uh whatever but when you're in the moment, you're expecting it, your adrenaline's going. Do you, do you feel like that cushions the blow a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely cushions the blow. And I think uh, fighters are some of the best actors you'll ever see, too, because uh, daily yeah. in practice, daily in practice, we're like, whether it's an ego thing or or just, you know, part of the gamesmanship or whatever, you get hit with a good shot and you're just like, so? I don't care. You shrug your shoulders. Yeah, because you're, you're like, like a, you're like, I ain't no bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you hit like a bitch, whatever. You yeah. know? But deep down, you're like, fucking, that hurt. Yeah. Like, that hurt as bad as it can. <laughs> inside. Yeah. Inside. Inside, but, but you train yourself to be like, okay, do not. Yeah. Do not show it. Like, you're you're the ultimate actor, really. And so when you're in the octagon, and, and I think that's why sometimes fighters don't get credit. You see these leg kicks and stuff in the octagon. Oh, and, God, they're brutal. Yeah. And people are like, oh, is he kicking his legs? You know, that, don't, that ain't shit, you know? but Yeah, get kicked in the leg. <laughs> yeah. It and, hurts. And I'm like, hey, you know that's like a baseball bat hitting your leg, right? Because mm-hmm. like, fighters train their legs. So you don't my realize shin, how much pain. My shins Mm-mm. are little wimpy shins compared to yeah. like you mm-hmm. and other fighters that train, that their yep. legs are, are used to being hit like that. And so when... <laughs> They yeah, that mother. I mean, yeah. it's, you, you've seen people's legs get snapped in half. Yeah, and that's been a hot topic lately, especially with me. I'm getting just bombarded with, with a, oh, you know, Connor. How yeah, do you I was think? Ask about that. Yeah, yeah. How do you think that happened? You know, he just stepped back and his leg snapped in half. I'm like, okay, yeah, but it had been getting <laughs> abused. Yeah, how many people just step back and their leg snaps? No, that's not what happened. What happened is he threw some of those kicks. He hit Dustin's elbow. He hit Dustin's leg. Um, it, it damaged his leg before that. And when you, even when you land a kick perfectly, there have been times where I landed the kick perfectly or, or maybe they blocked it a little bit. I felt my bones just flex on my leg and I've said, you know what? Let's, let's not do that again. I think your leg could break if you do that again. Let's, let's just, (sighs) let's do something else. Yeah, man. uh, I mean, and that's uh, one thing. And Connor talked about that too. mm. You know, he said, I've been practicing this i had stress fractures ball going into the fight had stress fractures and then he's still throwing those daggum kicks you know so i mean it is what it is that shit happens yep you can't i mean when in training camp your legs take most of the time about midway through camp my shins start getting so bruised up that the last three four weeks i'm like can't kick anymore just gonna yeah. wait till the fight it just hurts up hey yeah have you been have you been knocked out yeah 
What's that? What's that like? Like knocked out cold. I mean, like, um, like not a ruled knockout. Because I've been, like, I've been knocked out like for a few seconds. Yeah, you know, where you like you realize you get up and they didn't make it that far away yeah. from you. So you know, you know, it's not that far. But yeah, uh, but like I'm talking like wake up. Where am I? Knockout. Um, I don't think like full on. Not to where I was asleep and and snoring or anything. Like lights yeah. out. But <laughs> but there was. So this is a kind of a funny story. Uh, I fought Benil Dariush, who he's ranked uh, number two or three in the world now. He's one of the best guys forever, and we were fighting for kind of like the ten through fifteen spot. Yeah. Um, and he hit me with a knee kind of midway through the round, and and hit me with a great knee. And after that, it was, I tell people, I thought I was playing that spinny back game where you spin around with your head, you run down, you run down, you chug a beer, you try to run back. It was, it was that game, but only I'm like, Oh shit, this guy's throwing punches at me right now. Like, and I'm seeing three of them and I'm spinning around and yeah, completely altered state. Yeah. No, like just, and I'm like, Hey, just hang in there. Fake it. Like, Look you're, like you know what there, you're doing. You're right there, now. but you're not. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everything's spinning. So, and then he threw, uh, he threw like a spinning back fist, is what it's called, and hit yeah. me. And after the fight, you know, I, I the ref stops it and pops up. I'm like, oh man, you know what? What happened? He's like, oh, you know, the fight's over. I'm like, damn it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I go over to my coach, who's leaning on the outside of the octagon. They don't really let the coaches in at first. And I'm like, man, I just, after he hit me with that knee in the first round, I just never recovered. You know, that, you know, I, all three rounds, I just don't remember. He's like, it's still the first round. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that was about, I've never been where they had to wake me up. But, yeah, but that's you know, that's a crazy place to be. Yeah. Man. There's a there's a really crazy fight of Chet Congo mm. of him. I mean, it was they were the Joe and all of them were saying it's over, it's over. But he kept fighting, he kept defending himself. But he was he got freaking clocked more than once. And he just kept going and kept going. Yeah. And it's one you know, I think as a fighter, you know, you know this more than anybody else. You train to do this so much that it's it's almost sec it's second nat second nature. So when you're in that moment, you can still tell your brain, you know, yeah. keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. And he ended up knocking the guy out. Mm -hmm. He you know he got knocked out in my opinion twice, mm -hmm. but his body kept going, and then he ended up knocking that guy out into the fight. Yeah, see that's a there there's it's kind of a del delicate balance there because you know what's gotten me kind of to the highest level is just being super tough and hey when the going gets tough what do you do well Push. you you push forward. Yeah. Like you get back in their face. You don't show them you're hurt and you go. So, uh, in that instance, well, me going forward instead of just, Hey, let's back off for a minute, like circle around, kind of run away from him, recover. And then you're back in the fight. Yeah. Well, the instinct in me was like, no, you bring the dog out. Uh -huh. like you go forward, <laughs> uh -huh. you go right back into the fire. And, and that's that, what got, that got you a spinning back fist. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> right back into the fire ran me right into some leather. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what got me there, you know, ended up, you know, being my demise for, for a couple fights. So I got you. What but does your like, wife hey, think about this? Like, uh, she gets a little nervous. I was going to say, yeah. like, I'd be scared. <laughs> like your brain. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I know this is a podcast, but if you could, there are a couple pictures of my wife out there sitting cage side and she's looking through her fingers. She's got one, <laughs> she's got one eye kind of peeking Aww. through some like, fingers. I don't want to see, yeah. but I want to see. <laughs> Poor girl. I mean, but, but 
but hey, I mean, it's it it could be a scary thing to watch somebody like that, you know. Yeah, even, I mean, even though you know it's a controlled, it's 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 a controlled environment. It can mm-hmm. be a, a scary thing. But well, I know as a nurse, it could take a I, good hit. I know <laughs> a good hit. <laughs> Some blood vessels in the brain. Yeah, I mean, well, that, you know, that's why fighters are so touchy about the fans too. Like we're so accessible now on Instagram, yeah. and you know, and and you spent your whole life and and dedicated everything you have, you know, friends, family. Um, I wouldn't, you know, during a training camp, I wouldn't be able to do a podcast or something like this. And then, you know, you fight your heart out for some guy on Instagram to say, oh, you, you ain't shit. You know, yeah, you, I could beat you up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? Oh, you look at their profile. Pic <laughs> we know how to fight better than you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a 300 pound d- yeah. kid. Yeah. You, know? you should have did yeah. this instead. You should have did yeah. that. Why didn't you just punch him in the face? Yeah, why didn't like, you? Why didn't you kick him? <laughs> I tried. Yeah. You big dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have yeah. done this. All right. So. I want to, with all that, I want to transition into kind of your fight prep. You know, you're an Full-time athlete. Full-time job. Well, you're an athlete. And outside, everyone knows you work out, you train hard, all that, but you have to fuel your body. And so being a, a food podcast, what are some, what, what does your intake look like? When you're in training mode, you got a fight coming up. What are the things you're eating? Well, are what? you trying to gain or are you trying to cut? Oh. Right? Yeah, that's true because yeah. some fighters are different. Yeah, uh, both. That's a, you know, that is a, that's the tough balance like with fighters. So, you know, I'm typically 40, 30 to 40 pounds over the weight limit, which I have to step Damn. on the scale. Yeah. Wow. So, Damn, man. Would it be yeah. easier just to go up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> it would. It would. Next fight, I'm going up a little bit. Okay, I'm tired of that go. shit. There yeah. you go. That shit, I'm over that. You're a barbecue, barbecuer now. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much a professional barbecuer. Mm-hmm. And I get it. So, I, I mean, we're it. athletes. Yeah. I get it though, too, because you being 30 to 40 pounds over mm-hmm. on walking weight, you're stronger when you go down. Usually you're bigger, stronger in the weight class than somebody that's trying to come up into that weight class. Yes. Is that correct? Yes, yes and no. Uh, it's a tough balance because, you know, if, if I had it my way and I'm trying to perform optimally, I'm going to eat three, 4,000 calories a day and just hulk out. Yeah, but you can't do that in training camp because you you have to lose weight as well as uh, have enough calories and and micronutrients to be able to practice hard two times a day, six days a week. Yeah, recover, sleep okay, mm-hmm. um, eat and lose weight at the same time. It's just it's a, a super delicate balance. You pretty much have to be perfect for about eight weeks. Wow, uh, for me, so um, it's a lot of chicken, eggs, rice, avocado. Um, and sugar-free stuff. If yeah. there's a sugar-free sauce out there, um, I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> G, G. Hughes sugar-free barbecue. Yeah. Uh, Noble made buffalo sauce. Um, Frank's. Gosh, some, yeah, they're anything. Sh- but all buffalo and a lot of hot sauce are sugar-free. That's yeah. why just hammering them during training camp. Putting it all over the rice, oh, yeah. the chicken. So do you dread the fight prep? So when you, when you are prepping your body, going through a lot of training and your body's got to have fuel. You're putting leaner meats. Yes. Or, or what, well, I mean, what's the, what's the, um, I can't think of the word tactic into your food. Well, um, I like, think a lot of people, your, like, like your uh, macro split, what you're looking for. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know what that word means, but sure. Uh, <laughs> like your, your proteins, <laughs> like fat and carbs and, make up your yeah. diet. So like, what's your split there? Are you doing like a, like a high protein, high carb or like what you, you low yeah. fat? 
Well, usually just a little bit of everything. Like I need fats to help my joints, mm-hmm. um, give me a little bit of energy. I need pretty high carbs um, and I need high protein. I try to get my body weight and protein, but I think a lot of people are surprised just because of uh, they're not as educated on on micronutrients and things. But yeah. I, I only eat dark meat chicken. So people think, oh, you know, it's got too much meat. fat. You know, thighs have to. No, I eat skin on, bone in, chicken thighs. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost there two times a day. That sounds I, great. Lunch, I, I do. With hot sauce, <laughs> hey, yeah. Trust me, it's most people think I eat lettuce all day. It's just not. It's not true. I eat chicken and rice, and I I feel like I'm the best in the world at chicken and rice. I call it hot sauce chicken stir fry. Okay. Ooh, ooh, tell us, tell uh, us yeah, about it. I'm willing to put mine up against anybody. So how are you cooking your thighs and and what kind of rice are you cooking? I'm typically baking the thighs just for convenience. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, so I. With your favorite reload. Favorite reload. Yep. Um, I am stocked up in the cabinet now. Thanks to you guys. Local company. Yep. Um, But I put them on a baking rack so the skin gets a little crispier. I'd like to air dry them if I could, but most of the time I'm just ripping open the pack and throwing them in. Um, a little bit of oil, a little knot, put them on the baking rack, but that's the secret to getting the skin kind of crispy. It is, yeah. yeah. Keep that air moving around it. Yep, keep the air moving around. And then when they're done, typically I'm prepping. So on Sundays, I'll cook all that, um, cook the rice also, and then I'll have all my veggies. So when I want to cook it on Monday, tear up the thigh, throw it in there, oil, yeah. veggies. Um, I'm typically mushrooms, uh, sweet peppers, mm. onion, um, oil, uh, rice, chicken thigh in there, mix it all together, and then buffalo sauce on top. Now, is this for the eight week period? Yeah, just pretty, chicken. I, yeah, I tend to be nope. a creature of habit. I'm, I'm. Uh, so breakfast is typically, uh, I go with an oatmeal bowl. So I'll go three eggs. I'll, I'll fry the eggs up. Yeah, flip them once. I'll have my oatmeal with blueberries. I throw the eggs right on top with some avocado I've hot never, sauce. I've never done that. Chop it up. Eat it right oatmeal there with the egg. You're using yep, like steel right cut on top of it. oats? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, steel cut or organic, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you do all of your own meal prep, right? Yeah. Cool. Like even when you're like away at like a camp or whatever for eight weeks, you, you still have to do that on the road and stuff? Yep, I will. I don't, I won't stay anywhere unless I have a kitchen. And, yeah. You know, Smart. So um, I do, you can pay guys a good amount to do that for you. Who, yeah. Who I know that's live with there. you and You don't and need that. D- no. you, don't, you don't need that, bro. That. They can't make the hot sauce chicken stir fry like it. Yeah, yeah, right. they can. You can. You know. <laughs> Put oatmeal and blueberries suffer. and avocados <laughs> in with it, like mixed yeah. in for breakfast. Yeah. If, yeah. You can't roll with me if you can't make that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so are you ripping it off the bone and then making your stir fry? Yeah. I, tor- I typically just tear yeah. it up and then sometimes I'll, Sounds you know, really I'm trying good. to, you know, I'll get home and, and have to eat on schedule. So sometimes it's like, get it in there as quick as I can. Boom. Eat it, yeah. eat it, mm-hmm. lay down for a nap or, you know, go rest at night. So now but, you're post fight right now. So are you, is this your regimen right now? Yeah. I'm drinking a beer right now. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, a little bit of barbecue. <laughs> <Yeah>. tacos. <laughs> yeah. But, but that, well, going back to your point of you have to have a kitchen and, you know, mm. all three of us can attest that there's a, a lot of food we don't eat out as much because we can make stuff better at home. We can't buying it out, out yep. somewhere and you could go pay somebody to do something. But at the end of the day, you know what you're eating, you know what your body needs and you make it better than the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, and it's, it's, you know, the fault of a lot of Americans, but they're like, Oh, you know, I'm going to eat healthy today. I'm going to go get some subway. It's like, nah. uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's better than McDonald's, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, man. you know, I can make it better on my own at home than, 
than going out to and eat or wherever. cheaper. Yeah. At, at yeah. half the calories. Cheaper. Yeah. And I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what's in it. That's so you're buying big that's the beauty of packs it right of chicken. You know what's in there. Yeah. I, I'll do Costco chicken. Uh, I like Sprouts out West. That's one of my favorite. I think it's the best grocery store in the world. Sprouts? Yeah. Sprouts. They have one in Nashville now. Mm-hmm. It sounds organic. Best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they do have some organic stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, let's take a break real quick. And on the other side, we're going to talk more with Scott. We're going to talk some stuff about after the fight, and then we're going to get a little bit of barbecue. So stick around. We'll see you on the other side. I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover, I get sick and tired of my high-quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors. Not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Guys, I had enough. And it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper. Rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass then wrapped in a high-end silicone and dark brown leather for that perfect high-end feel and look that a proper person such as yourself deserves. Your spirits deserve more, and so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best looking, best feeling, best pouring, best look how proper I am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you and your spirits what they deserve. Rag proper. Okay, we're back from the break. So one of the my favorite things that I've been wanting to ask you is, all right, fight's over. Coming home, what are you eating? First meal. It's like your death row meal. Yeah. So I this, guess does it depend? Is it now? Does it depend on did I get my ass beat or did I win? Is there a victory <laughs> meal or a, or a sad meal? I think they're both the same. <laughs> a gallon of ice cream or yeah. a big steak? I don't yeah. know. They're both the same. Yeah. Yeah. So you you got to realize I've been doing this diet for you know three months now. So, um, and. If you look at my, you know, when you have the search page on Instagram, whatever you've kind of been looking at lately, it's all on there. Yeah. Yeah. So when I go down my search page during training camp, it's ice cream, cookies, (laughs) barbecue. I mean, it's it's the worst stuff ever. So I've been looking at that for eight weeks. So I have just on Yelp, I have places saved. I have, sometimes I even take notes on my notepad, like, hey, you're getting this place in Knoxville first, pizza, barbecue. This is what I'm ordering. Yeah. Uh that's awesome. So man. typically what I do, this is a funny story. So if I'm flying back from Vegas, I like to fly, fly through Houston. So when I get to Houston, I'll order uh, DoorDash or, or Uber yeah. Eats. And I'll say, okay, I'm landing at 8. I'm going to have it delivered at 8.30. So I have food delivered while I'm in oh, Houston. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> like delivered to the airport. I mean, waste no, no delivered time. to my house. Oh, so okay. I live, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I yeah. live under 10 minutes from the airport. Yeah. So I'll know, okay, I'll be home about 8.30. Mm-hmm. And that food better be there. <laughs> it better still be warm. Somebody, no time wasted. Scott's yeah. turning into a Karen real quick. Yeah. All right. I, so you just fought in March, right? I fought was it April. March? Last. April. Yep. April. Okay. So what? What was your meal? What did you have waiting for you? Uh, what did I have? I think Cheesecake Factory. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'll go Cheesecake because they have a little bit of everything. I can order like eight different things. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Food, man. Yes. So. Um, but what was the, I forget the name of the place. It's in Cedar Bluff in Knoxville, but they do Chicago deep dish style pizza. Um, you eat there, don't you? Rosa something? Rosati's? Or? Yeah. Rosati's. Yeah, we had that like 
two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, amazing deep dish. Two really? fights ago, <laughs> I ordered Rosati's, and I ordered this medium pizza, and I could only eat one piece of it after the fight. Yes. It's I a, was almost mad about it's it. It's a big <laughs> pizza. It's it, it, it's two inches thick. Like, yeah. it's fork and knife pizza. <laughs> We've never had it. Never oh, had, I got to give me some of that. I was mad. I'm like, hey, you, you got to... I had to have a talk with myself. It's like, man, hey. You need to man up. You earned three, this. It's been three months. Eat get in a, here. You, you eat, eat another piece. piece. Buddy. Get your ass in there. Were you looking in the mirror when you were having this uh, yeah. conversation? Like, I mean, <laughs> listen here, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Some self-talk. It's basically, your hot sauce. hey, don't be a pussy. Get in there. Eat. You've been waiting three months for this. Let's go. Earn this. It. We got to, hey, hey, we were talking on the last podcast about this local place called Bitburger. Oh, yeah. Over by Am. Have, mm-hmm. have you been there? I've ordered from there. The pastrami. Their shakes. Their shakes are like bougie. They're huge, man. They're yeah. just gaudy ass shakes. Mm-hmm. Cones coming out, donuts, and everything. So yep. when you get you uh, a you know, post-fight shake craving, yeah. you need to go check out some of Well, that. I'm not trying to trump you, but... Oh, there we go. <laughs> a couple of, that reminds me of a couple of places that I like to... Well, tell like me to, more, because I, yeah. I love a good shake. Well, Inskip Grill... So oh, we've heard oh, about this. We've we heard oh. really good stuff about them. Yeah. Oh man. We've heard they're like supposedly like the that's like burger. old. That's like nostalgia stomping grounds. Yeah, it is. We, so we, we try not to go there because it's a really bad part of town. So like you know. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. So you need to take me if you go. Okay, you got our security. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm the guy you need to take to the bar or the sketchy part of town. I'm the guy you need with you. Well, we've never been to Inskip, and we want to. So we'll call you up, and we're going to go together. Yeah. They've, their burger's good. Yeah, the burger's good. Uh, try the Holtzman burger. Oh! But if you like spicy Fancy. stuff. We oh, do. It's you not actually, for everybody. You Joel, you know what? I saw you struggling over there hey, early. Hey. <laughs> I just want to make you feel good. That's what that was. <laughs> Beads of sweat on that shiny bald head. <laughs> <laughs> I was. My eyebrows. Everything. I was sweating. <laughs> yeah, but but Inskip Grill and then Hard Knocks Pizza too, man. I, oh. oh, it's, uh, I think, Best pizza in town. Where's Hard Knocks Pizza? We've had that before. Once, though. Yeah. yeah. It, it's down in it's Hobart. It's down Bearden, isn't it? There's two locations Ice now. Chalet down there. Yeah. Two locations. Oh, two locations. Hardin Valley and then... I uh, gotcha. Homburg, right outside of campus. They town. do they do like a like Neapolitan style oh, pizzas okay, okay. and things like yeah. that. Yeah, you said the best pizza in all of Knoxville. Best pizza in all That's of Knoxville. One. Have you been to that? Dopo's pretty good. I was gonna say Dopo downtown is uh, it's a, a little more unique. This sounds yep. like a TRP challenge for Scott should tag along pizza challenge. Yeah. We go. We've, we've yeah. talked about Anytime. doing a, a blind pizza porn before. We have, but I'm yeah. thinking we need to go uh, do like a you know barstool sports esque. You know, pizza reviews. on the road. On the yeah. Barstool. What's, what's Barstool Sports? There? I've never heard of that. I know because you know, sp- you know, you know, it's it's you know, sports, sports ball, sports ball, ball. Yeah. sports ball. One of those. I do. So the barbecue world. You. That's how we found out about you and everything. Being local and all that jazz. But you're getting more into the barbecue side of things mm-hmm. outside of fighting. And you know, what's uh, what's something that you like your go to cook, man. You're not training. All right, this is this is. I yeah. don't give a shit. You know, I want something that's just gonna fill let me yourself up. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let yourself go. It, I mean, that has to be pork belly burn ends, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. I mean, I'll make a pan and just eat them by myself and feel terrible about myself. But <laughs> yeah. um, man, I really, you know, I've been kind of upset. I've been down on myself lately because my brisket cooks haven't been that great i just feel like it's so hard i'm um but um i feel like i'm not gonna let it beat me i'm still 
You got to keep still going, trying dude. to get. We've yeah. all made dog food before. I do. I've messed up about <laughs> ten of them now, and I'm over it. I'm like, all right. Not gonna beat me if I can fight in an octagon. I can make a make a damn brisket. brisket. I have a and couple tips over. for that. Hit them. I do. All right. Number one, always get prime. Yeah. Prime. Number two, fully magnum. So oh, use yeah. our fully loaded blend mm. and our magnum blend together. Huh. The most amazing bark. That's no guff, man. I mean, yeah. not not trying to be commercially. That's yep. no guff. Mm. You know, we uh, when we designed this these blends, they weren't. We weren't going, hey, we're going to make this for brisket. Now, who pioneered the fully magnum? Was that Matt? It was Matt. Matt Farr? Yep. Mm -hmm. Farbecue. So, uh, but the the thing is, man, with with stuff like brisket, you just have to, you know, get your temp. You got to know your smoker, know know the, the, the cooker you're on. And uh, and just watch those temperatures. Well, they dude. come in all different yeah. shapes and sizes. I mean, it's like people. There's different fat contents. There's different yeah. marbling. There's also different. The, you know, the trim. Jeremy did a video here recently on uh, different sizes. Yeah, trimming them. Trimming, trimming them a completely untrimmed one, like straight from like the processing plant. The butchers hadn't even touched it yet. Yeah. So your trimming is really important because very they're surrounded by a lot of fatty tissue. So if that stays on there during the cook, it's just going to be too much at the end. You know, you want a nice fat cap, but you don't want it to be so much that like you can't possibly handle it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's really important. Trimming, understanding the muscle, understanding that it's two muscles. You know, you have your, um, you know, your uh, superior and your inferior, um, you know, your, your flat and your point, uh, they're yep. going to cook differently. So monitoring both sides while you're cooking it to make sure. And that's why I know your smoker, you know, yeah. don't put the flat on the hot side of the smoker. Cause then it's going to dry out. Put your, your point, you know, your fatty part on the, on the hotter side of the smoker so that they can cook kind of evenly. And another tip that I learned the hard way, uh, I learned this from Jeremy is putting the probe in the flat. Yeah. Because yeah. I put, you tend to want to put the probe in the fattiest part, the thickest part of the brisket. And then the flat completely gets, when that's done, your flat's destroyed. Yeah. So you put the probe in the flat part, the, the, the thinner part of the brisket. Yeah. When that's done, the rest of it will just fall into Take place. It, yeah. It's all about where you put that probe. Yeah. <laughs> well, very important, guys. And then, yeah, yeah, like you want to put it in the front, like you put it in the back, like you know, have issues and stuff. Um, in and but out. That, that <laughs> comes back to how you rest your brisket after you're done cooking. Like you don't immediately slice into it, you know, because then all the juices are going to go all over your board. Uh, you want to, you want to first, if you have it wrapped, you want to vent it to get the steam out of there and then wrap it loosely and put it into a cooler or like your oven that's turned mm. off or something and then let it, like leave your probe actually in the brisket and let it slowly come down in temperature Mm. um, and that can take four to six hours after your cook Um, and then once it's around around 150 or so that's a good serving temperature so if it gets all up to 200 degrees let it slowly come down 10 degrees per hour you know as slowly as it rose let it come down and then the brisket will have redistributed the juices and relaxed, and so you can slice it all. Yeah, Scott, the, the TRP crew can't stand the fact that, that you're struggling with the brisket. We're going to mm-hmm. make this happen. I know. It's going down. I know. Well, another thing I wanted to, to, to mention is I've been seeing a, a lot of athletes starting to get into this barbecue game. Uh, Lane Taylor, you know, he's, he's a, 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 a... Well, he was Green Bay, but now he's Houston Texans. Yeah, but... That that's a that's a, a guy love love the guy to death, but he is getting you know neck deep into barbecue, and I'm seeing a lot of athletes begin to do, to do I, that. I think I'm actually in some group chats with him. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a he's a really nice he, guy. no no he's super plugged into the barbecue scene. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, a lot of barbecuers. So I mean, what attracted you to to this? What what what? Because you're training all the time and you're having to eat lean and healthy stuff. Is it is was it that was it going? 
I want to get in some fatty ass freaking me, yeah. you know, or something. What attracted you to want to do this? Well, I think, uh, an athlete friend did first off. Yeah. Um, I, I've always kind of, I started out with an Orion smoker, which is an old barrel with the charcoal on the outside. I, yeah. I yeah. started out doing that just kind of basic. So I've always kind of had an interest in it, but, uh, a golfer friend of mine, who's an athlete, yeah. like you were talking, uh, kind of got me into it, got me plugged in with Traeger, um, <laughs> Yeah, oh. so <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Is there? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, man. So uh you know, got me plugged in with Traeger. So yeah. started cooking on that and, and Scott Stallings, shout out to him. He's a, he's big into the barbecue now. And, yeah. Um so and, and an appreciation for food. I think once you start cutting weight like I have to 30, 40 pounds. God, I can't you start, imagine. You start to I'm appreciate. trying to cut 15, man. It ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, let's write some tips It's down overrated. Here. It's overrated. Like, <laughs> yeah. keep enjoying the barbecue. Right. Hell that that. Good, like, better. hey, you're way happier than I am. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the dad bod is back in, too. You I That's promise right. you. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, I've, been, and, I've been following around with Scott here recently. And yeah, yeah he's, in, he's into the uh, grilling in the barbecue yeah. community. Yeah, he's killing it. He gave me a green egg kind of before... Um, you know, when he started getting too many grills for his wife, his his wife made him get rid of one. So yeah. I ended up with his green egg, and then I ended up with a Traeger after that. <laughs> You've got a collection and, going. Yeah. Keep going, Scott. Well, I, I have a Blackstone and an Orion, so I have four grills now. And, so. and you're looking nice. into getting a Camp Chef. Yep. So I think my wife says I have to get rid of one. Uh, in order to get a new one, so I don't know. You pass start, it on, just pass it on. Yeah, you start ripping some good dinners off those things. Yeah, I think she'll be okay with it. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say too about the smoker, my wings, I think are my best thing. Even though I'm struggling with the brisket, the wings now, anything hot sauce related, hot wings, yeah. hot anything, I'm dialed in on. I'm I'm bringing the heat on the hot wings. You know, about. maybe you need to make a hot brisket, and that's like what you're struggling with. You need to do like oh, a hot yeah. sauce that's brisket. True. Yeah, that's true. I think that'll hot sauce uh, binder. There, yeah, there you go. Hey, I'm not even kidding. Like, yeah, there. I've seen. I, I've not done it yet, but we we actually I had we had ribs with hot sauce on at one time. It Did was we? fantastic. You made them. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they were good. <laughs> if you say so. I remember yeah. that. She's like, yeah, I picked those up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's that guy in front of Kroger who's like grilling ribs over like matchlet charcoal. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's better than that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's take a break. And on the other side, we're going to jump into your two favorite segments. We're bringing back rapid fire questions and we will recommend. Stay tuned. We'll see you on the side. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best, Dalstrong. Dalstrong has the highest quality, sexiest knives I've ever laid my hands on. Any knife that you would ever need, they have it. But they don't stop there, guys. At Dalstrong.com, they also carry block sets, aprons, cookware, culinary tools, and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend. So guys, run. I said run to DowStrong.com and use code THATRELOADPODCAST. I said THATRELOADPODCAST to save on the finest brand in the game, DowStrong. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're going to jump right into rapid fire questions. Scott, I don't even think we prepped you on this. Um, yeah, no so idea. we're going to no do a idea. bunch of rapid fire questions. And they're um, ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we will do, Scott, you're first, Joel. And then mm. uh, because we're a non-gendered podcast, Stacey will be last. Okay. <laughs> first one is true or false. Bears eat beets. Scott. True. Joel. False. Stacey. Bears beets Battlestar Galactica. False. 
<laughs> You've been given an elephant. You can't get rid of it. What do you do with it? Scott. Send it to the zoo. Send it to the zoo. You wouldn't like ride it into the ring for your fights and stuff? Like, mm. I figured that was like a softball up there for you there. Anyways, Joel, what I'd, would you do with your elephant? I'd eat it and then I'd make a piano. You would eat it and make a piano? Ivory. Well, I never said it was a male elephant. Like, oh, tusks sorry. and stuff. That's what I was assuming. Wow. Way to ask any you and me. <laughs> Stacy. Yeah, I would either ride it or I'd eat it. Like be, if I had to get rid of it, I would eat it. I know we're not supposed to eat elephants, but like I'd be interested, like what that tastes like. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever uh, rabbit hole? Have you ever seen these these the guys who go and they hunt these things and then they give it to the local tribes and they go crazy? They for will it. disassemble one of those elephants in minutes. I'm yeah. talking steaks like as big just, steaks as big as this table, dude. They're carrying it out on their mm-hmm. heads. I mean, it just huge, massive, like six inches thick. Yeah, I, we're like, blessed here because I think on the uh, on the uh, preserves, like you know, you can buy like a yeah. license to hunt one, and then they give the meat to the tribe and stuff, and like mm-hmm. it's yeah, very interesting. And then, what has ears but doesn't listen, Scott? Just throw it out. Cauliflower ears or regular ears? <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Joel, my wife, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say men, <laughs> but a corn on the cob could work too. Yeah, corn corn was the answer. To go but I was gonna say men. Earlier. There you go. You. I beat you to it, girl. <laughs> you did. You can only eat one thing for the rest of your life. What is it, Scott? Elephant. Elephant. <laughs> I didn't mean like just one animal, like you know one. <laughs> I, was just, I was saying it's gonna last there me for go. a little bit. <laughs> you have that elephant uh-huh. now, so you're good to go, Joel. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Tacos. Tacos. That's multiple food things inside. Multiple, multiple. Yep. Name that movie. Scott, this is a special question. Whoever has the answer first, just shout it out. I am going to poorly describe a movie to you, and you have to guess what that movie is. Name that movie. A young girl with mental illnesses talks to furniture and marries her kidnapper. What? I know this. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast it is. God, you're so good. <laughs> She's been nailing these lately, and yeah, I figured she was going to get yeah. that one quick. Yeah. What's up with the, the <laughs> you got the drug addict last week and the mental illness this week? <laughs> I don't even know. The, there's so many of these. Okay. Was the National Park System created to quarantine large sections of cave-filled areas, these caves being home to creatures such as the Wendigo and Bigfoot? Scott. What's a, is that a true or false? What's a Wendigo? No. How do I answer that? However you want. The National Park System. It was created to quarantine off large sections of caved-filled areas. These okay. caves being home to creatures such as Wendigo and Bigfoot. Was that why the National Park System was created? <laughs> Told you they're off the wall. Jay, just, just, yeah. just rub that pecker right there on your microphone. <laughs> it'll, 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 <laughs> a little, little extra power here. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, Wendigo and Bigfoot. Skinwalkers. Nope, nope. That's, uh, that is a cover for where the aliens that have their secret bases in the hills. So Wendigo and Bigfoot are in different places. It's the aliens that are hiding in the caves. Yep, yep. They're they're okay. they're, they're plain sight. You, you think they're not there, but they are. Stacy, I think that's a solid logic. Solid logic. That is a solid logic. <laughs> that is a solid logic. <laughs> <laughs> Final yes. question of the evening: Are reeled ribs the greatest seasonings of all time? Scott, uh, that is true. True. Yes. Uh, Joel, was that hot sauce hot? Stacy. Of 
course they are. Of course they are. Stacy's other nickname, Scott, is Shit the Bit Stacy. Um, <laughs> she always gives the greatest answers. And that brings us to the end of Rapid Fire Questions. Joel, going to throw it over to you. That's right, guys. It's time. That time you've been waiting for. That's the segment we recommend things that you think are cool and badass. With that being said, let's roll straight into... Reload recommendations, recommendations from Reload, yeah, baby. All right, that's right. We in it now, guys. We're going to start things off with, I'm going to go ladies first with Stacy. We're going to go with our guest, Scott, Jeremy, and I'm going to round things out. So, Stacey, what you got, girl? I know we're changing it up this week. I'm usually bringing to you a song for Reload Recommends, but today I've got something unique. Um, It is a audiobook on Audible. Now, it's not just any audiobook. It is an audio drama by James Patterson. Um, If you have an Audible account, it's free with a subscription. It's called The Coldest Case, a black book audio drama by James Patterson. So what's unique about this is instead of like one, like one sound, what is it? Like one person person reading the book. They have Aaron uh, Paul from Breaking Bad, who plays Jesse Pinkman. Um, The girl that was the girlfriend, Jane, on Breaking Bad, Kristen Ritter, she's one of the characters. Um, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell (laughs) is a character. Uh, A girl from Game of Thrones is a character. So the audiobook, um, like I said, instead of one narrator, it's all of them playing their parts, their sound effects. And I started it yesterday and finished it. It's a short uh, drama. Um, it's about some detectives that are going after this major drug, drug ring with athletes involved as well, and it was amazing. So, um, this is a short story off of a series that he wrote. Yep. So it's a I, prequel to the Black Book. I have read the whole series. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Billy I forgot. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So he Marty. is the main character. That's Aaron Paul plays him, and so it was awesome. It's about four hours long. Um, you really like the first five ten minutes it's hard to kind of like try to learn the characters voices and see what's going on but after that like i'm just driving i was cleaning the house doing stuff like that and it was just um so easy to fight to follow not, i got sucked right in not gonna lie i thought it was, i thought it'd be stupid you know i told him i'm like i got an hour left and i gotta finish because, this. i mean like <laughs> you know you, they're i don't know i mean i thought it'd be dumb we're on our way to our date now last night and by the time we get to our destination i'm like Joel was like, I'm invested at this point. Can we bring headphones in with us at the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, after date night, we sat out there, we drank beer, we smoked cigars, and we listened to the rest of the drama outside by the fire pit. So it was really cool. I had to find out. It was great. So yeah, The Coldest Case by James Patterson on Audible. It's not an actual book. Um, It's only available as the audio drama. Definitely worth it. All right, Scott. What you got, boy? Oh, um... So this was a tough one for me because I'm like, you know what? You're going on a food podcast, um, you know, so I thought about some food, thought uh-huh. about some drinks, whatever. But I'm like, you know what? You fight, man. You fight people. Let's, let's stay in your lane here. So I'm going to recommend a self-defense move. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Self-defense move. And I think this applies for everybody. And you, clicking right here. Yeah, go. there you go. Get the notepads out, everybody. So, um, you know, and friends ask me about this every now and then. And this is, you know, this is my go-to advice. So I say, hey, if you're ever afraid for your life, or you're ever outnumbered, whatever it is, so here's what you do. Here's how you handle the situation. If you ever have to fight, so what I want you to do, I want you to take two big steps back, okay? <laughs> I want you to maintain eye contact. Oh, no. Big... <laughs> I think I know what this is. <laughs> maintain eye contact. Never break eye contact. Two big steps back, and I want you to take all your clothes off. 
<laughs> what is this from? Uh, what is no, this from? No, this is me. I create. This is. This is. I don't know why I saw this guy. <laughs> you're gonna get fucking naked. <laughs> if you're gonna kick my ass, you're gonna have to have my dick all over you. I'm telling you, your re- your listeners are gonna thank me one day for saving their life. I'm gonna do it. I'm Hold telling on. you, all your barroom fights back in the day. Is this how you won them? <laughs> yeah, like you just got, you got naked in the back of the bar. <laughs> He's running around this tally whacker hanging out. <laughs> I turn my hat around. Like, now listen, I don't think that's good advice naked. for women. I don't think that's a good advice for a woman, unless yeah. you're fighting another woman. That's so Okay, maybe. Yeah. I'm fighting another dude. That might be bad. <laughs> He's like, okay. Oh, wow. well, well, picture well. this with me. Come along with me. <laughs> Walk with me on this journey. Let's go on a journey. Mm-hmm. Two steps back. You're going to fight a guy. You're upset with him. The guy takes two steps back, takes all his clothes off. What do you do if you want to beat him up? You got to take your clothes off too, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is like old Roman style. Uh, you're right, you know, dude. Olympian. You're right. If I if, if a guy crossed me and I was about I, I was about to get you know sideways with him and he takes two steps back and gets maybe butt ass naked, I'm like, maybe right, don't call it getting right. sideways with him. Yeah, yeah seriously, <laughs> like a sideways. <laughs> but That's yeah, good so advice. I think you, I, I think I'd be like, okay, you win. You don't fight a naked guy. You mm-hmm. just don't. Mm-mm. Because let's let's think about this way it out here. Okay, let's say let's say I beat this naked guy up and I end up on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, if you end up on top of oh, him, he's on top on of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hold on now. Okay, okay. I'm okay. saying, I, let's say I win, I end up on top of him. All right, well, you're mounted on a naked guy. <laughs> Did you win? <laughs> Who really won? Are there the any winners here? So you're like, hey, well, wait a minute. This naked guy looks fairly tough. So what if I get beat up by a naked guy? <laughs> then what? How do you come back from that? You don't. You don't come back from you that. You don't. There's no winners in that situation. There's no winners. So I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you don't know anything else, take your clothes off. When in doubt, take your clothes off and then put your hands up and just hope for the best. Stacy, if I ever get naked, <laughs> if somebody's ever coming at me and I get naked, you know that I don't believe I can win the fight. Okay? <laughs> That's the only time. <laughs> So funny. So side story. I, I don't want to take us off in no, the rabbit good. hole too rabbit long. Hole. But you good, you so good. Uh, we have this home alarm on our house. And uh, so our basement, we have these French doors. So it's 2 a.m. one night. This was this was a couple years ago. All of a sudden, the alarm goes off. So I pop up. You know, I'm, I'm darting around. You know, I'm going. We got a, sh- we got a shotgun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on full alert. So all of a sudden, I'm getting ready to go down the hallway. My wife goes, hey, don't have any clothes on. <laughs> it's like, on purpose. Yeah. Hell yeah, I, I don't. Like, hey, yeah. He's got to. Hey, he's got to deal with me. If he can get, if he can beat up a naked dude with a shotgun, then he deserves know. it. I don't know what kind of man I'm about to walk into. But he's gonna get my naked ass. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, uh, man, my face hurts after that. Yeah. Let's go. That was Let's amazing. Go. All right, Jeremy, what you got, man? Oh man, uh, I don't yeah. know if I can follow that one. Up. That. Like, good grief. So um, Scott and I use the same uh, local butcher shop, um, Simpsons Meats. <gasps> I yes. went, I went in the other day, and um, I said, "Hey, can I get an eight-pound bag of fat?" And they're like, "Sure." And so I got an eight-pound bag of beef fat trimmings from beef. Uh-huh. I uh, I put it into a Dutch oven and I simmered it on my smoker for eight hours, strained it out, and now I have rendered smoked beef tallow in <gasps> jars for you guys. Uh, there you go. Um, so that is 
rendered beef tallow, beef fat that's been rendered down so you can use it for cooking. Um, if you're making some eggs, you want to fry up some eggs, a little scoop of that in the pan. You use it just like you would uh, pork lard or duck fat or any other clean fat. Um, so it's been smoked, has a little smoky flavor to it. And, oh. uh, you know, um, that butcher we use, uh, they only have uh, locally raised um fully like organic um you know meats yeah. uh, no antibiotics or hormones so it's about the cleanest fat you can get and uh yeah Hell now is this, does amazing. this need to be kept at room temperature or in yeah. the refrigerator that's your chicken uh, and rice it'll be good for about six we'll months roll room some of that crackling in there let's go i might yeah. just take a spoon to it right now yeah some go for fried it yeah. rice. <laughs> uh, i mean you know famously back in the day uh mcdonald's deep fried all of their french fries in uh tallow uh that's all they used uh nowadays of course they use like uh vegetable oils so it's much cheaper but i mean if you're deep frying something or just frying something up in the pan i mean tallow is about as good as it gets that's awesome thank you i love yeah. these recommends I, where you gift us things i must say i love i love santa claus you know, Jeremy. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the recommendation. Yeah, the recommendation is like whenever you're trimming a brisket or whenever you're uh, processing some meat at home, save that fat and you can render it down. It's, it it takes no work at all. Uh, Two hundred and fifty degrees for six hours is all that took, and then give it a mix every now and then so it doesn't stick to the bottom of the pan, and then just strain it out, uh, put it in jars, and that's it. You pull the beef chunkies out of it. You strain yeah. it. You put you 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 put it through a sieve a few times just to get it nice and clear. That, that um, looks smooth and clean and clean. It, it looks like something I like put on my on my skin. Joel's gonna rub it on his head. <laughs> it puts the, yeah, not that one. It puts, hey! the, <laughs> it puts the tallow on the skin. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or it gets it the hose. Or it gets the hose again. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna round this thing out, guys. We're not gonna leave you with a reload recommends that doesn't have some music that goes on the reload recommends playlist on spotify so if you haven't checked that out do it uh, a couple weeks ago a few episodes back stacy recommended a band called the score um, since then i've been really diving into it and they got a song called legend that i mean i was mowing the yard the other day and i felt like i could walk in the octagon all right so this is a new song not new but it's a song from the band the score called legend I'm ready to go, you know? Me and my fat ass is ready to get oh, out there and roll around with somebody. Sexy, Let's baby. go. Hey, don't forget, close off first. That's, That's right. It. <laughs> Brother, I will, I'm never going to forget that for the rest of my life. I'm never going to forget that. I'm telling you, it'll save you one day. <laughs> one day. So if a bear's attacking me, I'm going to get naked. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Scott, before we get out of here, tell everyone real quick um, where they can find you online, how they can get in touch with you, all that jazz. Hit them. Yeah, Instagram, uh, at Hot Sauce Holtzy. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Scott Hot Sauce Holtzman. And, uh, hey, appreciate you guys having me on, man. Uh, you guys are helping me make my barbecue That's food right. taste better for That's a while right. now. Yeah, Relay, re- reload rub. I appreciate you guys, man. Uh, it's been a fun ride. Well, bro, we're going to have you back again. I mean, dude, you're just down the road. So, you know, you're our buddy, whether you like it or not. Oh, anytime. So, time. I'm going to hunt some turkey here soon, too. I am telling you, man. The best 15-minute hunt you'll ever do. Ever yep. have in your life. I'm going to jump out of the tree with a knife and get one. <laughs> yeah. Gobble, gobble, <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope you all got some insight. Hope you enjoyed the food, the bourbon we talked about, and all the great fight stories from Scott here. But while you're at it, guys, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that really podcast anytime, anywhere. Love y'all. We'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. All right, so uh, Scott, before we go to break, I want to know, you don't want to be doing it or not? Don't say before we go to break. No, All before right. we go to break. Before we go to break. Before we go to break. Before we go to break. I butt chugged a whole bottle of hot sauce at the bar one night. <laughs> I'll make a, I'll make a-